1: This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot,
2: baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Fan Cave taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We right, right,
3: right, hey! miss you. Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches,
4: then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization,
3: and you tell them one thing just win, baby. Way up the middle, interception, Philipiano, at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory.
4: I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win.
2: You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take
1: it away, guys.
5: Why, thank you, Brent Musburger, and welcome into episode number 227 of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate all of you joining us here live tonight on the YouTubes and everybody that jumps in uh, for the audio-only uh, podcast. Uh, your buddy Murph back once again to uh, talk about this uh, this football team that we all root for most of the time. Normally, I do this show with two other hosts. I have my, uh, my best friend, Swag Jeff, who adorns uh, one annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Desk, and of course, the legendary Uncle Mosh, my real-life uncle, who adorns the other, but neither one of those guys are here tonight so uh unfortunately i've got to do the show by myself we call these the podcast selfies but i say i'm by myself but i'm really not because we have the absolute best chat room in all raider nation i know everybody's proud of their own and thinks theirs is the best but i'm i'm telling you our community and the people that are the the listeners and supporters of this show are the absolute um uh, hands down the best in in raider nation i appreciate everybody that's in there tonight kill jadis is in there Tida raider michelle sweat uh aaron a q dog raider zach brewer uh, or Kevin, the Raider nerd. Uh, Mojo was in there. Anthony Provincio, Paul, Paul. Uh, let's see who else is in there. Uh, Todd Clements is in there. Guareb is in there. Franklin eighty three. Appreciate all of you so very, very much uh, for joining us here uh, for Raiders Fan Radio. Paul in there says we got you, Murph. Thank you, brother. I'm going to need you, and that's why. So listen tonight. You know, look, it was kind of a rough, a rough Sunday. Yikes, man! And it's been a few rough Sundays in a row, right? So um, we're gonna do a see a fan show, man. We had some. Last week, we had some of the best calls we've ever had into the show, and emails, of course. And then this week... Uh, you guys have outdone yourselves, so the emails and phone calls this week are absolutely fantastic. So I'm going to talk a little bit just here at the top, uh, just kind of get some, some thoughts out and stuff, but mainly we want to make this about you guys because more of you and less of us is a good thing, and especially when I'm just in here by my, talking to myself. I know I'm talking to you, but you know what I mean. There's no one to bounce stuff off of. So um, anyway, so just want to uh, uh, feature you all tonight, and, uh, and we appreciate you so very much for all the amazing support uh, you give this show. And you can give, of course, uh, to the One Nation Foundation uh, via this show. We appreciate you uh, incredibly. So, um, all right, just a couple things here at the top. So, it's funny. So, I got to do all this by myself now. And then my my printer died. So, I have to use Jeff's computer over here. And uh, for those that are on the audio podcast, I know it's riveting for you. But anyway, so, uh, just a couple notes here at the top of the show. Uh, you can subscribe to this on any, any audio podcast just by going to... Uh, you know, audio po- audio podcast service. Just by going to it and searching for Raiders Fan Radio. So for all of uh, all of you that have uh, found this show via Fansided and just blog baby, uh, we want to tell you we appreciate you. And if you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us just by searching on your favorite podcast feed. And then also, as I mentioned, on the YouTubes, uh, every usually Wednesday night. Tonight we're going early because it's Thanksgiving Eve, and we wanted to give you a little bit more runway before we got to the game on Thursday. And plus, you know, everybody's just got so much stuff going on uh, with Thanksgiving. So we want, came to you night early, but normally... We're here on uh, Wednesdays at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. And so check that out. And again, you can jump in and join the best chat room there is uh, in there. Stacy Ruff is in there. What's up, Stacy? Got an email from him tonight. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Jesse Korea is in there. I appreciate all of you, man. It's HYB is in there. Greg Lira, uh, PSB Sports Rough Cut. Uh, Daniel Mangus is in there. Man, I love it. We have the best chat room. Lorenzo's in there. Appreciate you. All right. So this is episode number 227, as I mentioned. And. My best friend Swag Jeff typically takes our episode number and ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation. Well, this is episode number 227, so let's check in. Swaggo did call, and so we've got his, his, his call and his report on the number 227.
1: What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Swag Jeff with Raiders Fan Radio coming at you with episode number 227 of Raiders Fan Radio. Each and every week, I take a significant moment in Raider history and relate it back to the episode number in this episode, we are going all the way back to October nineteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. The two and four Raiders came home to the Coliseum to play. Be there. I'm wiping my
5: nose on camera.
1: The Donkeys' quarterback clearly didn't have enough oats on the sideline, and their defense <laughs> that night could not stop our boy Napoleon Kaufman. He ran twenty-eight times for one score, including an eighty-three-yard scamper. He led the Raiders to a 28-25 win and sent the human horse head crying back to mile high with a shield branded right on his ass. That night, Napoleon Kaufman ran for an incredible 227 rushing yards. Let's go. That's right, 227. Hey, Mike Mayock, if you're not Mike Mayock, you uh, you can stop listening. Hey, Mike Mayock, time to put in Marcus.
5: Have a good show. All right, there he is, Swag Jeff. Good job, Swaggo. Bringing number 26. So, yeah, I I wore his jersey tonight, wore Napoleon's jersey, and uh – this hangs proudly right here next to me in the fan cave. My uh, autographed picture of Napoleon. Man, he was one, one of the great raiders, man, and, and talk about like great human being too. Like you know, uh, he's he's a pastor for those of you that don't know, and uh, ended his career short so he could go and minister. Um, but definitely the raiders missed him uh, when he when he decided to to leave the sport early. But can't blame him for what he was called to do. Uh, but man, what an amazing dude and what an amazing football player. Like uh, just a, incredibly uh, proud to have had Napoleon uh, as. As part of the heritage of the Raiders. So um, yeah, great stuff there from Swago. The the chats talking about laughing about the human horse head. I know it's pretty funny. Um, Swaggo's the best, man. Love it. Um, all right, let me hit some contact information and then we will uh, we'll jump into the show. Here at the top of the show, we'll jump into the show. Where's the damn button? I don't even know where this stuff is. Gosh dang it. Let me see. Let me where is it? Gosh, I don't
6: just press the damn button, there. I'm
5: trying. I'm trying. Where's the contact info? God dang Mosh, where do you put the contact info? Oh, there it is. Woo!
2: hey raider nation you got your old uncle mosh here with an updated contact info so sit up zip up shut up and pay attention you can call us at 909-345-3346 or as murph would say 909-345-3346 How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta-something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The ticky, ticky, docky, dock. Talk. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot.
5: Good. All right. Appreciate Uncle Mosh there with the contact info. And uh, so Mojo in the chat says, uh, Murph, this is almost as smooth as a uh, when the Universe Speaks episode. I know, right? Like, I'm literally, I got like six screens going on here in front of me. I've got like all my notes are digital, which I'm an old school guy. Again, I got have tangible notes, but I said my printer ran out. So like, I'm trying to keep up with everything and produce the show on the fly. So let's just embrace the awkward. So like th- th- this won't be polished compared to, well, not the ever polished, but you know what I mean? Less polished than we would typically be. Uh, so let's embrace the awkward and and appreciate you guys hanging in there and and the support as always edward lopez in the chat how do we call in you can call the raiders fan radio hotline 24 7 365 at 909-345-3346 and uh, anytime and you can also send an email at show at raidersfanradio.com and we're going to hear from some again some incredible folks tonight can't wait to get to that one last thing before we jump into the first segment Uh, Our new show that we have here on the network uh, that is Silver and Black Flashback. I say it's new; it's it's been around a hot minute now. There's I think there's 16 of them. Uh, That's put out by our good buddy Rich Schmelter, who is the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia. And uh, he takes like a really cool moment in Raider history, whether it be like the Heidi game or like a particular player or a group of players. He's on the soul patrol, the 11 angry men, things like that. And uh, it's, they're really great podcasts. They're like between like, I don't know, like 10 and like 15 minutes long. They're really cool to listen to very informative and uh, Rich is an, an accomplished author and it comes across. It sounds like he's reading an audiobook. It's, it's fantastic. So definitely check that out. No show from him this week as he's taking off Thanksgiving and, and uh, happy Thanksgiving Giving to rich and of course to everybody else um happy until we watch the team hopefully we'll have some 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 pride in the game um but anyway so thanks for rich and uh thanks for everything he's doing to contribute to the network and uh okay so let's uh let's jump in the first segment so this might be a little you know low-hanging fruit but it's it, it was really on my heart on sunday i want to give respect to everybody that calls this show emails this show Chats in the show, um, you know, interacts with us on social media. Thank you guys so much because, like, I've said this numerous. If if you've been around the show long enough, you've heard me say this before, but we have so many new folks that I'll just reiterate it again. The more we do this show, the bigger fan I become of Raider Nation than I am even the Raiders themselves. And when you're a fan of the Raider Nation, you're undefeated. You can't lose whether you're going to a tailgate, having friends and family over, um, just chatting with a group of friends on game day virtually or whatever, like on a text thread or whatever, engaging with Raider Nation and celebrating or being frustrated and angry with the community that's involved in that or in a case like tonight, our chat room is lighting up and going. That to me is undefeated. And so the Raiders on the field performance can't affect my fandom. It can't. Now, obviously, I can be frustrated and angry, and you know, and pissed off, and not have a lack of understanding in terms of the way that things are done and why they are what they are, and the dichotomy of the team, and how we can be world beaters one week and we can be shitsters the next week, and like it's impossible to figure out. But that doesn't affect the fandom. And so, as frustrated as you might get. Mad as you might get at Derek or, you know, I don't know, Mark or whoever else you want to get mad at, Mayoc, whatever. Don't let that interrupt your fandom. Like, don't let that get in the way. I mean, and, and so, and I say all that because knowing the, or at least in our sphere of Raider fans, you guys don't do that. You guys are, you're, you're in it no matter what. You, you know, it's, it's a, it may be a dysfunctional cycle, but like we all feel miserable at the end of a Sunday. We all talk crap, do whatever, Monday and Tuesday. And then in this case, by tomorrow, we're going to start finding some hope. And then on Thursday, by game day, we're like, all right, let's go Raiders. Just win, baby. Like, and we're all part of that cycle, you know? And so I appreciate you and much respect to you. Um, you know, we don't do props. We don't do shout outs. Nothing wrong with those things. But I like to give respect, man, and respect to Raider Nation, man. You guys are the – you're not uh, – Franklin83 in there it says, it only affects the fake fans. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Raider Nation is completely unmatched. We could suck and turn in an 0-17 season, and our fandom won't waver. And when we do that collective, again, we're undefeated. So so much respect to you all on that one, and appreciate you so very, very much. All right, let's get to some thoughts on the game.
2: You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with the real star of the show, Little Murph, and my sidekick, Uncle Mosh. There used to be a third guy, too but I kick him
0: out. Hey,
3: Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders.
2: And goes down and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week.
3: You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All
5: right, so I want, I'd want i love to get some feedback uh, tonight from the, uh, from the chat room. I want to hear some of your thoughts about the game. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Raider nerd in there says yay little Murph uh, yeah Paul's in there Pirate 1975 Raider critique is in there Tyrone Graves is in there of course Aaron the Q-Dog Raider Ron the Mater Raider holding it down uh, Steven Stockbridge is in there I uh, appreciate uh, Fabian is in there so many folks appreciate you so very very much but I want to hear your kind of your thoughts like I don't want to be a self defeating fan I don't want to be that guy that goes well this has always happened so this is, means this is going to happen again but I swear, when we drove down and then only kicked the field goal on that first drive, didn't you feel like, uh-oh, like I've seen this before. And even though it was the first drive of the game and we came away with three points, like the fact, first off, that Dolan Levi doesn't score on, on that touchdown, that he cuts inside Jonathan Abram when Jonathan Abram was clearly ready to make the block, or that on the outside, all he's got to do is keep running, and Hayward and Ngakwe and got him. But, anyways, so we get down there and then we get sideline to sideline passes. Nothing attempted at the end zone and kick a field goal. And I'm like, okay, we had a three point lead. And we're probably, not, I hate to say, again, not self defeating, but it felt like we were going to lose right then. Like, and isn't that awful? That sucks as a Raider fan. But, no, like, if there wasn't the Giants game and the Chiefs game prior, I probably wouldn't have felt that way. But after those two games and then that being, the initial outcome of a potential scoring drive it's like god dang it here we are again you know and so what are your guys thoughts so steven stockbridge in there says field goals aren't enough absolutely um pyre 1975 we crapped the bed but we ain't dead on to dallas i'm with you and we're going to talk about that in a minute um but just yeah that that performance against the Bengals, man that was rough um the way that joe mixon ran the football late um rough if anything, there was two shining areas of, or you could say four, maybe. Our front four's legit. Max and Yannick got pressure. Uh, they looked good, and even Solomon Thomas, and like those guys, those guys were working up front. But outside of that, it was all kind of a mess, right? Like I know Waller got his targets um, and had a decent game, but they were all in one space of the game. They didn't. They weren't. It wasn't consistent throughout the game. Um, I'm not sure what was going on with Derek. I think that it's valid, all the criticism that's getting lobbied at him. I don't think you can singularly point him out. Um, I don't think this week is the time to start Mariota. But we're getting there. And it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, maybe we just it's time for something fresh. Heck, maybe it's even time for something fresh for him. He said he didn't want to play anywhere else. But how many times have we seen a player leave an environment and go somewhere else and thrive. Heck, we've seen it in silver and black. Jim Plunkett, Rich Cannon, like we've seen that happen. So maybe that's a good move for everybody. I don't know. And we're not there yet, but we could be. That's why Jeff and I were talking this week about a lot of the contracts that are going out there. Um, or in terms of the contracts that are coming due. You know, Raider Nation, we're gonna have a lot of money this off season, And I'm not, again, I'm not picking on Derek, but he's part of it, and he's a big number because he's a quarterback. His number is not going to count as dead money towards us anymore, and after next year, obviously, it runs out. And so much of the Raiders, I think, we're kind of building up towards a potential extension for him. Well, depending on how this season goes and maybe even how next season goes, if, if, if they hire a new coaching staff and we revamp in any kind of way on the sideline and you keep Mike Mayock in place, Mike is going to have... The ability to buy all the groceries. The Raiders are going to have a ton of money. They're going to have a completely fresh slate. We're not talking about like when McKenzie was there and, we're, and, and like how, you know, Reggie had to like two, almost three years of working through bad contracts and getting, getting the numbers healthy before he could start, you know, moving on players. But Mike Mayock could effectively do that as soon as next year. Clean slate, fresh draft picks, young players, a ton of money. Resign the guys that you want to, you know, maybe not necessarily right this offseason. But my point being, though, is in the very near future, you're re-signing Hunter Renfro. You're re-signing Max Crosby. You're, you're re-signing the guys that you want to keep there in-house. And then you're keeping some of your key free agents. Casey Hayward is balled out this year. Hasn't lot to a touchdown once, all year long. So you keep the key free agents, the guys that are leaders on defense and even offense. My point being, though, is that—and I kind of veered off talking about the Cincinnati game— but I think that, like, it's not quite time on Derek yet, but it could be. And when it, and if it is, Mayock's going to have, yeah, I hope, all the power. And he's going to have a chance. We're really going to find out what he's capable of doing. All right, going back. I'm going to revert back. The thing, with, the, the thing about the game that was so disappointing was that it was like some of these players that we've been really rooting for, like Jonathan Abram, man. Like, I love Jonathan Abram. I really love this guy. But if you're a liability in coverage, like that much of a liability in coverage— <laughs> it wasn't worth the first round pick, and you could pin that, I think, on Gruden because the only first round pick that Mayock was responsible for, frankly, was Josh Jacobs. And we know that. Um, so, what are we doing by 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 drafting a safety that's a liability in coverage in the first round? And then, speaking of Josh Jacobs, like, where did this guy go? I hope is he still playing hurt? Like, you know, I never want to evaluate a player how they're doing when they're hurt. You never want to do that. I think that's unfair to them. But I don't think he's hurt, right? Like, he's good now. So why is he not a pro bowler? Like, this dude should be a pro bowler. And, the, and I think the most frustrating thing for us as Raider fans is that we see players do great things. Mosh and I were talking about this today. The hardest thing about a performance in Cincinnati, or not in Cincinnati against Cincinnati, and then against the Giants, and then against the Chiefs, the toughest thing about that is that when you're highly critical of the Raiders and what they're doing and then you're confident in the Raiders and what they're doing, you're both right. So as fans, we're left with, like, two things are true. Both things are true simultaneously. We've seen the Raiders be amazing this year. We've seen them turn in amazing performances. We've seen Derek Carr ball out. Darren Waller ball out. We've seen incredible stuff. And then we see what we saw on Sunday. So what are we left with? Like, which one is the real one? Well, according to the track record, the real one is the one that we are now post-bye week because clearly we can't get out of our own way when it comes to the bye week. So anyways, that's kind of some of my thoughts on the game. Uh, let's see. Let's jump in the chat here. Joshua Maldonado um, says uh, that just leaves us to think that he may have regressed. You know, regress, regression is coaching. You know, and regression in execution and regression in discipline is coaching. Um, we hadn't seen the Raiders commit those dumb penalties on third down and then give up chunk plays in a hot minute. Well, we saw that. Again, going back to that, oh, I've seen this before. We've seen the Raiders make two stops on first and second down, get the team in third and long, and then commit a dumb penalty. I don't know, Solomon Thomas, because you're lined up in the freaking neutral zone, dumbass. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You're a veteran player. What are you doing in the neutral? How do you not know where to line up? That's so frustrating, right? And so, and then you, what do you do? You give up a chunk play right after you give up a touchdown right after that. It's like, it's like clockwork. We're, I was texting some of the made men and I'm like, when we, when we committed that penalty on third down, I'm like, here comes the chunk play. And sure enough, boom, there goes scores. So it's like, God dang it. Okay. I'm going to shut up now though. That's enough negativity. I got it out vented. I hope you did too, but I've got some hope for you. There is some freaking hope in this thing. I know it sounds crazy. But I'm an eternal optimist and I'm going to ride with the Raiders and I'm going to hope for the Raiders until it absolutely doesn't make sense anymore. So, let me hit a break. I'm going to shut up, read the chat room, play a couple of, uh, of these of these clips here and then uh, and I've got an ad read and then uh, and then we're going to jump in right away to the SEA of fans. Patrick Clayborn with NFL Network here. Hey folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio.
7: Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy?
4: Hey, what's up? It's Brockman from The Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tufo from The
2: Rich Eisen Show.
4: You're listening to Murph and Mosh.
2: On Raiders
1: Raiders Fan Radio! Yes! Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby.
5: All right, so we've got a sponsor around here, and so uh, just uh, bear with me for a second here because these guys help pay the bills, and they pay the bills to the One Nation Foundation, where 100% of the money that we earn around here goes to. Uh, So definitely go out and support our friends at MyBookie. This year, Turkey Day at MyBookie gives you plenty of reasons to be thankful, starting with a $250 risk-free bet on Thursday afternoon when the Dallas Cowboys host the Las Vegas Raiders. Bet the spread between the Raiders and Cowboys at my bookie. When you win, you win. And if you don't, my bookie will refund your $250. Simply put, you can't lose this bet. And that's what I call no risk, all gravy. Before you get your wager in, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using promo code MurF, that is M-U-R-F, at my bookie promo code Murph, M U R F, double your initial deposit all the way up to 1000 bucks. So you don't need to break the wishbone to be one the break the wishbone to be the one to come out ahead. Feast free, feast risk free on Turkey Day with my bookie. And make sure to stick around for seconds as they gear up for what should be a fun Black Friday with tons of odds, boosts that will have your belly and your pockets full. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie.
2: This is your old Uncle Mosh out here at the Raiders game. I got Q Dog, I got Mojo, I got Big Raider Trucker, and they got something to tell you about Raiders Fan Radio. Get your facts, get your funny, and get the out. out.
7: Woo! <laughs> there he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's body falls. He's it is. Oh!
8: All
5: right, I appreciate all of you joining us here for episode number 227 of Raiders Fan Radio. Everybody that's in the chat room tonight, uh, Kevin the Raider nerd, Tall Ken Chit, I love that name, uh, Ron, of course, the made Raider, holding it down in there, the Wolf of Walnut, Storm, Edgar V, uh, Paul, Paul, uh, Pirate 1975, Guareb, a Grinch Raider, Tony is in there, Curtis Williams, uh, so many of you, and we appreciate each of Seattle, Nick is in there. Uh, Raider Critique is in there. He says, any truth to the Darren Waller rumors? And that is a new one for me, man. I hadn't heard that at all. Uh, and, of course, the, the chat room knows more about football than I do, so uh, maybe they can uh, hip us to what's going on with with Darren Waller. I hope that whatever those rumors are, uh, they are not about him on the move by any means. Uh, Jack Kenneson, well, he can't be. Well, no, he can't trade now. Um, Jack Kenneth says, Murph, just got done watching uh uh graphic Raiders podcast. Appreciate our buddy Graf He said that Waller and DC are not talking. Okay, here we go. And Waller will ask for a trade. He got it from Raider Scout. What do I think? Wow, that's that's heavy. Uh that's heavy. And I would say this that at risk of ire from DC guy, um, I think if you got to choose between the two of them, I think I'm choosing Darren Waller. Uh, I mean, and not that, and I'm not gonna make this the Marcus Mariota show, but we've seen what Darren Waller can do with Marcus Mariota. Small sample size, but it's against Chargers. Like you know what I mean? We know, we know what Marcus Mariota can do with Delaney Walker. One of our callers later on brings that up. So I think if I'm, I mean, Darren Waller's ceiling and career path looks a lot longer and greater to me than Derek's does right now. I, I, again, I risk the ire of Raider fan or of, of of you know Derek Carr stand there, but I think if I had to pick, man, I think Darren Waller could the potential to be a Hall of Famer. Am I is that crazy? I don't think Derek does at this point. Eight years in, you kind of know if somebody's passing the Hall of Fame eye test at this point. I don't. I don't see that in Derek. Where I see it in Waller. And frankly, here's another thing: when it comes to finances, which a lot of times we as fans overlook, Darren Waller's inexpensive. He plays like a top-notch wide receiver, has the potential to put up those kind of numbers, and you're only paying him like a tight end. So. Remember that whole Jimmy Graham thing? Remember that when he was trying to get his position titled the wide receiver so he could make the money of a wide receiver because he had the production numbers of a wide re- You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you look at, like, the way contracts are structured, it's not that expensive to have a badass tied in on your team. So I, I think I'm siding with Waller on this. I, now, that now in terms of the rumors, I don't know. and And, and I don't want to be a guy that, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say promotes it, but, like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to get locked into a rumor. If we read something, and maybe it's coming from a credible source. I don't know. I know Scout. He's a good dude, and like maybe he is getting it from somewhere credible. But like I don't know. Like right now, that that feels a little funky. But it's. I mean, is it unheard of? No. I mean, it could happen. So, uh, very, very, very interesting comments there, and, and appreciate that. What do you think, chat room man? If you had to pick between the two of them at this point, um, yeah. Gruden quote: Waller's the best football player I've ever coached." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. So, that's that's legit, dude. That's 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 legit. That's a, that's crazy, man. So we'll find out. Uh, all right. So, I mentioned I'm gonna give you some hope. So here at the Sea of Fans, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the Sea of Fans a little bit before we start playing your calls. Uh, there's still a little bit of hope left. And listen, and and I wanted to preface this on the Sea of Fans because I know you guys are pissed. I'm pissed. We're all pissed. We're all bummed. We're all like brought down based on what's going on with the Raiders. But as Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friends. On game day, I felt like it was over. There's my voice. Come Peter Brady. On game day, I felt like it was over. I felt like that was it. But still, the numbers are relatively in our favor. And I'm not talking about like, oh, we need all these other teams to lose or whatever. No, we just got to take care of some business and it starts this week. So, Without hope, there's nothing left but despair. So let's maintain a little bit of hope. And here's why. On the schedule left are the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Browns, and the Colts. We're tied with the Donkeys. The Browns are a half a game ahead of us. And then we got the Colts, the Chargers, and the Chiefs, who are all going to be competing for those high spots in the AFC. Of course, we got the Cowboys and the Washington football team as well. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we have some very real uh, potential to still be right in the mix, despite losing three straight and as ugly as it's been. And I'm not going to try to put lipstick on the pig. I'm not telling you that like, oh, they're going to get it right. Cause no, it just keeps getting worse and worse. But if we win on Thanksgiving, what do I, we, and all we, uh, all we say, Raiders will change their own narrative. If we beat the Cowboys in Dallas where the Raiders have only the Raiders are three and four historically on Thanksgiving. Um, we've only had two games post-merger, 09 and 13, and we lost both. Both of the Cowboys got our asses kicked both times. So it's not looking good. It's like, it's kind of like us in the Meadowlands, right? It's not a good look for us this Thursday. Short week, all the things. So that said, with everything kind of stacking up against us. If we win, then all of a sudden it's a different ball game, and we're going to go on back to have, having confidence in the team. We'll be six and five. We have tiebreakers against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, who are ahead of us. Potentially Kansas City, because we got to play them in a few weeks. We could because if they got a division loss, we could potentially have a tiebreaker against them. Buffalo has been tanking. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's it's not over yet, and with seven games left and we're here we are sitting at 500. Yeah, if we lose next if we lose against the Cowboys, it's about ball game. I mean, I never want to go all the way in and say that, but it's about ball game. So this is huge. And one last thing too. Have you guys seen this? I'm going to bring it up here on my phone. Have you seen the the coin? I'm going to put on the camera. Can you guys see that? So this guy, here we go. There we go. Okay. So this guy on Reddit, let me see if I can darken that down so you can see it better. So this guy on Reddit Puts this thing out where he flipped a coin for every Raider game this season. And he did this a while ago. So we, we know this is legit. Okay, here we go. So for those of you on the audio podcast, I'm showing this like on notepaper where this guy went, God dang it. Let me get it where you can see it. Can you see it, guys? There it is. You can find it. Just search for it. I forget what the guy's name is on Twitter. And I'm sorry, or not Twitter, but Reddit. And I should know that. And I'm sorry for not giving him credit. But anyway, so he went through and he flipped a coin for every game this year, and he has 100% accuracy through 10 games. The Raiders winning three straight, the Raiders losing two, the Raiders winning two, then the Raiders losing three straight. So the next thing up for us is he's got us winning against the Cowboys, beating the Washington football team, losing to the Chiefs, then we beat the Browns, um, the Broncos, and the Colts, then lose to the Chargers, and finish 10 seventh seed in the playoffs. So, That's a very funny kind of thing there, but it's kind of fun, right? And that's not that far out of the question. I know it was rough, but just keep hope alive because without hope you got nothing but despair. Like, Let's still ride or die with these guys. I know you're mad at Derek Carr. We're going to hear a lot of frustration from our listeners tonight. I know you're mad at him. I am too. But he's going to be our quarterback on Thursday. So let's lift him up best we can. Let's hope for the best. Let's hope he's not sulking on the sideline. Let's hope he's not... Checking it down and, you know, taking the, e- the the freaking dump off instead of targeting somebody in the end zone. Let's hope something changes. Let's hope the offensive line gets a push and Josh Jacobs gets some yards and some chunk plays. And, like, let's hope for that. That's all we got left. And it's, We got two days and before it happens. And so let's keep our spirits up about it best we can. And whenever you get into, like, moments like this, and it feels like we have a couple sound bites around here that we play, often throughout the season, or often throughout the the show's seasons. And one of them is the Bill Murray, uh, it just doesn't matter. That's when we get to the point in the season where it literally just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the Raiders do, they're out of it. And so we'll play Bill Murray's just doesn't matter from the movie Meatballs. But at this point in the season, when we still have a little bit of hope, and it's not over yet, I like to go back to this one. I like to go back to John Belushi in Animal House because this is one of the most inspirational speeches you'll ever hear.
2: Hey! What's this lying around shit?
4: Well, what the hell is supposed to do, you moron? War's over, man. Wormer dropped the big one.
2: What? Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no!
7: Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. And
2: it ain't over now. Cause when the going gets tough!
9: The tough get going! Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! Hey!
2: What the f*** happened to the Delta I used to know? Where's the spirit? Where's the guts? Huh? This could be the greatest night of our lives. But you're going to let it be the worst. Oh, we're afraid to go with you, Pluto. We might get in trouble. Well, just kiss my ass from now on! Not me! I'm not going to take this! Warmer, he's a dead man! Marmalade, dead! liar. Dead. Ludo's right.
7: Psychotic,
2: but absolutely right. We gotta take these bastards.
5: Let's go. Let's beat these cowboys.
2: We could fight them with conventional weapons. But that could take years and cost millions of lives. No, no, no. No, in this case, I think we have to go all out.
8: I think this situation absolutely requires a really futile and stupid gesture
2: be done on somebody's part. We're just the guys to do it.
5: Let's do it. All right, there we go. The greatest motivational speech of all time, man. So let's go, man. Let's go. Let's go, man. Let's let's support these guys, man, and hopefully get this win. All right, uh, let's go back. Here we go. I already played the Sea of Fans music. See, because I'm all over the place tonight. Uh, but let's uh let's jump into the Sea of Fans. So we've got the emails to read first. And so let me see, let me bring up Swag's computer over here. So I'm gonna so for those of you on the audio podcast, uh what I'm doing is I'm bringing Swag Jeff's computer in front of me here so I can read. Uh we appreciate uh, everybody in the chat room tonight, too. Uh, I love it. Everybody's like, everybody under 40 doesn't know what Murph just played. Uh, Paul Edgerton is in there. Grinch Raider, Tony. Big Raider, Trucker. What's up, BRT? Uh, talk and shit, uh, Paul. Uh, Ron is in there. Uh, let's see, Don Raider is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends, and so we appreciate you. So if you want to email the show, you can email us. Like Mosh said, you want to email me at 909-345-3346. No, it's not. That's the phone number. You can email us show <laughs> I'm such an idiot. You can email us at, <laughs> at show at RaidersFanradio.com. That is SHOW at RaidersFanradio.com. Okay. <laughs> so our first email comes from uh, Stacy Ruff Raider. My sympathies and in... oh geez. Where's the damn there we go? All right. My sympathies and prayers to the nation. Does this mean we get to bury another football? It worked so well last time. Why is everyone acting like losing Gruden wasn't going to hurt? Yes, he had to go for many reasons. We got hot for two games. This is what's supposed to happen. Want to dump Carr? Then who? Steaming Willie Beeman wouldn't bring Swag back right now. And say goodbye to hopes for Devontae Adams. Absolutely. Carr is not Teflon, but let's let's stop acting like Jay Schrader and Hostetler walked on water. Put in Carr. Wait, put car on Cleveland or Pittsburgh, yeah, uh, or Detroit. The last three games have been obvious as well, or obvious as well as the last year 's lost draft picks, the run and bump and run and gun. This is what happens when a substitute takes over. first week, cool week three you 're getting spitwads in the back of your head. We need a head coach for management purposes. Get Pagano on speed dial. Oh, interesting. never buy one i 'm thinking more Derek be man. I think that's the move. Um, Keep everyone coaching their positions. Keep an eye on Cable and his check ready. Did we not see this when the entire O-line was dumped? Our O-line was trash. Even Miller hasn't been great. With this O-line, why would you send anyone at the, his? Okay. Uh, just Oh, just double up on the other side. But I will leave the X's and math to Murph. Yeah, just don't leave the reading to me, apparently. Relax, Nation. Act like we sucked before. Enjoy watching Seahawks fans lose their minds, but half of them are still waiting on 12 to play. 12 and 5 is still a chance, question mark, until proven otherwise. Still a Raider fan, one-time sizzler award. Proud made man, Ra- Stacy. Ruff Raider. P.S., we need a wellness check on Rico. How does that bar not cut you off? Asking for a friend. <laughs> All right, good job there. Oh, hit the thing. There we go. Good job, Stacy. Ruff Raider. All right, uh, what's up, Chris Gang? I just caught in the chat there. She says, what's good, Murph? What's up with you, man? Good to see you in here. Appreciate you joining and uh, supporting Raiders Fan Radio, man. Uh, all right, dear RFR, this is Daniel Mangus with another. What in the F did I just witness? This offense looks like D.C.'s rookie year, and it isn't pretty Olsen. Uh, need to be fired for the love of God. Also, F U NFL, how many times is Max going to be held before he gets the Von Miller and Aaron Donald treatment? Amen to that, dude. Thanksgiving is a huge game if we want to go to the playoffs. We need to bury the Cowgirls because I hate them with a passion. Rant over. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, proud made man, 2020 Gemini Man Award winner, 2021 Sore Loser Award winner, future RFR SmackDown winner. Because, P.S. Swag Jeff, don't get comfortable. The match is coming, so be ready. (laughs) Nice job, Daniel. All right, here we go. This is the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the capo of the emailers around here to, to close us out. This is our good buddy, Paul. He is in Shropshire, England, but we call it Shropshire, Mississippi because Shropshire is west of Birmingham, and in the U.S. here, that's, that's Mississippi. So anyway, so Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, and he's in the chat room tonight. Appreciate you, Paul. You rock, dude. Uh, good evening, everybody. Hope you are as well as can be in- expected. I've tried my best to be calm, and I hope, Rational and reasonable about Sunday. Something that wasn't possible 24 hours ago, as my Twitter page will testify. I spent the early hours of Monday uh, picking up glass from the bottom of the garden after hurling the one I was drinking out of all the way at the wall at the end of the game. It exploded like a fragile grenade, but I threw it further than Derek Carr would have. You know, it was funny. so funny, during the game, somebody was like, how come the wide receivers aren't getting targeted? I'm like, well, apparently they're running to the wrong uh, uh, side of the line of scrimmage. Because if they would just run around behind it, you might get one thrown at you. Sorry, too soon. Uh, where do I start? First of all, none of the following is directed at the defense, who I believe worked their tails off. Secondary? Um, that's not named Casey Hayward? I don't know. Or Merig, I don't know. But anyways, it's about you, not me. Uh worked their tails off all night and gave more than ample opportunity for the offense to do their thing. What kind of physical shape they're going to be in on a short week. I hate to think, I guess we'll find out Thursday. It's very difficult to be positive after the last three games. The giants defeat left me frustrated. The chiefs defeat left me stunned and very disappointed, but Sunday has left me so angry at certain people. Had there been, had they been an earshot of me, then I would have let them know very clearly what I think of them. We've all seen plenty of inept performances over the years, but none with the amount of talent that we have available to us at the moment. That was one of the most nondescript performances I've seen in a long time. It looked as if we were making it up as we went along, and to ignore the talent we have on offense like that is negligence. At one point, I was going to check our inactive list to see if our wide receivers had missed the game. I see the mantra, and I get the mantra, of we win as a team and we lose as a team, but there has to be elements of our squad that are really pissed off at the way things are turning out. We are freewheeling freewheeling down a hill at the minute, and no one can find a handbrake. The winning mentality we had built up earlier in the season has eroded, and confidence is now low. I've never coached any sport at any level, but I've watched enough to know when there's zero production after 20 minutes, then change things. Maybe play your team's strengths rather than the opposition's and change and not wait 45 minutes before realizing that it's not illegal to throw the ball more than a yard. It's unacceptable. I know, right? Like magically we just started working the ball downfield to Waller and stuff and it's like, oh, like look, it works. Uh, I can understand why no one was getting angry. fans Fans not included when things were going down the crapper. Everybody was just standing around looking vacant as the whole season was being pissed away. Yeah, absolutely. What's the point of signing d What's the point of having Darren Waller on the field? Where was Zay Jones and Brian Edwards? Oh, shoot, there was one. Zay Jones running wide open down the damn sidelines on one of those checkdowns. So who's responsible for that whole mess? There's a short list of three for me. Coach Passaccia. What the hell kind of preparation is he overseeing during the week? If he signed off after practice, happy with whatever he'd seen, then I don't know what to tell you. If he's handed com- over complete offensive duties to Greg Olson, then that exonerates him somewhat. But to stand there for 60 minutes, watch the whole thing disintegrating, and not step in into- and change is something is crazy. What exactly is he doing as a head coach if he won't act on something like that? It's unacceptable. Greg Olson, if that's what you call a scheme that can win football games after the last two shit shows against the uh, New York and KC, then you shouldn't be allowed to stand on the sidelines of a football field again. Unless you are doing it on purpose, in which case, congratulations, you're doing a wonderful job. 5-12 and 12 is on the horizon if that's what you consider a good job. It's unacceptable. Derek Carr, I've backed DC to the hilt, fought in his corner, and championed him when others wouldn't. But I'm afraid I've lost confidence in him now completely. How many chances does one man need? Some of his choices are alarming, and his lack of vision downfield would drive a nun to drink. Rookies on their uh, debut don't look as as lost as he did on Sunday. He's gone from potential record setter to train wreck. It's unacceptable. We all know nothing is going to change until the end of the season at least, so of course I'll continue to back everybody until such time there is a change. But change has to happen. I don't particularly advocate the wholesale roots and branches rebuild Uh, But a new head coach has to come in. Whether that means a complete rebuild is inevitable, I don't know. A new offensive coordinator has to come in, and I wouldn't be extending D.C.'s contract, and it genuinely brings me to tears to say that because I ached for that kid uh, to be the one that takes us to our fourth title and beyond. It's just not going to happen. There are some huge decisions Mark Davis has to make at the end of the season and they're being made easier for him by the week. I could go on venting for some time but at this point I feel like an alarm is going off and someone's going to tell me my, uh, my hour therapy is over and I need to continue to my next session. I guess the one thing to come from this kind of situation is the pain you feel in your soul at times like this reaffirms the love for the organization. And it only hurts like this because it, we care so much. Amen, dude. The NFL is Whoops! Sorry, I hit that wrong button. Here. The NFL has thrown up some strange and unexpected results so far this season. So who's to say the Raiders won't go and beat Dallas? I really don't expect it, but it would be nice to wipe that smug grin off of Jerry, the man with the skin of a lizard Jones's face. If it goes the same way the last three weeks, though, I might suggest a swear box for the One Nation Foundation fundraiser. It could be a money spinner. Hey, man, we might do that. We might do RFR after dark and just all the money from our swear jar goes into the One Nation Foundation. Finally, Thanksgiving isn't celebrated in the U.K., but in the spirit of the occasion, I'd like to say I'm thankful for the Raiders fan Rito community and the community it's building up. I'm thankful that I'm a proud Englishman. I'm I'm, I'm thankful I'm not French. And forever and a day, I will be thankful that I'm Raider Nation. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. And here's hoping that it's the turkey and the Cowboys getting stuffed. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton in Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner, 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man. And five time, five time, five time, plus one, plus one winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award.
2: Paul! Paul! This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders.
5: I right, appreciate all of you so very, very much for joining us live in the chat room, and everybody, of course, on the audio podcast. Uh, in there tonight is uh, Ron the Mater Raider holding it down. Uh, Aaron, the Q dog Raider, uh, Mojo is in there. Pirate, nineteen seventy-five, Tall can Shit, Big Raider, Truckers in there. Seattle Nick, uh, GC is in there. What's up, uh, Grinch Raider, Tony, Fargo Raider, uh, Paul is in there. Paul, uh, Storm, Lorenzo, Guareb, appreciate all of you so very, very much. Virus uh, is in there. Uh, appreciate you, um, man. So many great folks in there, and and thank you so much for supporting this, and thanks for putting up with me tonight for the the podcast selfie. Uh, this isn't my my uh, my wheelhouse or my my comfort zone by any means and so appreciate you hanging in there. Uh, <laughs> this guy's name is Duck Mother <laughs> Def, Duck Mother Effer, I'll just say that. Town business Jason Marshall, appreciate you so very very much and uh, for joining us and uh, joining me and supporting us here at Raiders Fan Radio. All right. Let's get to the calls. Now, I mentioned uh, you can call the show anytime 909-345-3346. If we play your message on the show 3 times or if we play your or read your email an indefinite amount of times, you can become a made man or a made woman. That's like you know the the, the that's the crew. That's like kind of like the insiders, right? Of, of Of this show is the made men and the made women, and um, so we always start off this segment with uh, every crew needs a captain, and we started off with our with our buddy Capo. And so yes, please, um, any of those of you that are new to the show, give us a call, leave that message, man. And we would love to feature you. And um, so Capo, the reason he's the Capo is that Aaron the Q dog Raider is his name. And when he first started calling the show way back when his calls were phenomenal and he was quickly elevated to kind of the top of the list of like some of the best calls we had ever gotten on the show, and then we got to know Aaron in real life. Like, we have so many of, our, of, of, of the folks that are in the chat room and so many of, of the made men and made women. And so we wanted to freaking, like, make Aaron, like, a, like a formalized part of the show. So we made him the capo, man. And, and so he's the man. And you're going to hear why right now. We always start off this segment with his call. And he's actually got two of them. So we got capo and then we got capo's epilogue. And these are fantastic. And we appreciate you, capo.
10: Greetings, Don Murray from the boss, Sonny. Consiglary Marsch. Our Sergeant at Arms the Sizzle, big rated trucker. Mojo for when the universe speaks. Ramon the Mean King, continue your fight and get well, and I hope you make it to Vegas on the fifth, homie. Swag Jeff, and, of course, Ron the Materator. Nation. Now. People wonder where I was last week, thoughts and prayers and things of that nature, but it's all for naught. It was November 17, and I had to make sure I did my uh, Q obligations, so I was out with the brothers after a mother fool, and for those people that think that Mosh was with me, well, keep on thinking that. We took the show off last week, but we're back with a vengeance. So what did we do this past weekend? We elevated the B-E-N-G-A-L-S, the damn bungles. Now, put that in perspective. We're looking up at the bungles now. They're six and four, and, well, we're not. You let them come into our crib and slap us upside the face. You know, I had some notes written down, but I think I'm gonna go off script because you know what? It's just come on. that bad. I think Sonny said it best last week, uh, and congratulations to you on a stellar call and welcome back in to the RFR jungle, if you will. And feel free to acknowledge me once in a while there the boss. But these aren't our father's raiders anymore. Yes, we hold on to the path a little bit too much, but that's all we have to go to and hold on to. It, it, it's like that uh, guy with the gerbil up his backside from a, a few good men or off center gentlemen or whatever that old movie was. I got nowhere else to go. And speaking of somewhere else to go, now we've got all of these other uh, content creators and hangers-on and film watchers that making all these comments on IG and Facebook and whatever they're into and calling into shows and getting into chat rooms and giving their perspective. And they've never seen the team when the team was good. Hey, when were you good as a fan? And speaking of not being good, that brings me to DC4. Question. Has there been any discussion about DC4 on this particular show? I know it's Tuesday. Things are off kilter, but I digress. You know, Big Red the greater was right, and he was right first about DC4. He sucks. Now, as an administrator of men whose lives hang in the battles, balance balanced in federal prisons, you know, on a daily basis. You know, my decisions and leadership cost or save lives. And I got a pretty good damn track record. You know, as a leader of my collegiate university basketball team, a two time captain and all conference performer. I mean, I know a little bit about leadership. And as a leader I can recognize leadership whenever it's not there. Carr's leadership is lacking. He's got all the talent in the world, but you know what? That's not translated into a single playoff appearance. And don't give me that stuff about his, his busted twig and if he would have uh, made it. No, he would have competed and lost because that's what the kid does. I don't hate this guy personally. I mean, look, I was a former SWAT leader. I know what it is to you know be in high-pressure situations and lead men in precarious situations. Carr can't do it. Number 28 was running wild on Sunday. And I don't mean Josh Jacobs. I mean Joe Slapahoe Mixon, going for 123 and two touchdowns. Now, D. Waller, I mean, his slump is officially becoming a thing. We need to acknowledge this. I mean, I'm glad he showed up for two quarters this past game, but where has he been the past five games? Whatever he's going through, hey, he needs to get over that stuff. Be a professional, Abram. He misses more tackles than, I don't know, Richie Papatronki at Cognito or, or Benedict Brown misses starts. I mean, Abram, um, he sucks. I mean, he misses more tackles. I mean, he even gave up a back-breaking touchdown reception. He sucks in coverage. What were we looking at whenever he was coming out of Mississippi State? I mean, honestly, I mean, I get it. The kid, he's got guile. I mean, he's got a little swag about him. But if you've got guile and swag and you can't tackle or cover, why the F are you a safety? Holler back at me. I mean, some ham and egg are offside, number 77, and I still don't know who this guy is in my program, nullifying a unique Ngakwe strip sack that even Levitt could have ran back for a touchdown. And speaking of Levitt, why is he even still playing on his team? Somebody get at me on that. I mean, this team's football IQ, it sucks. I mean, they even look at Wonderlick uh, Wonderlic, uh, uh, reports. I mean, are they just focused on, Uh, 40 times in stat sheets on speed. I have no more notes. There's nothing to note. But note this. I I had made a decision that I'm not going to the tailgate. I'm not going to the Thanksgiving game against those Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I mean, who am I kidding? Oh, uh, Historian Steve, um, got one for you. I mean, I've got a lot of emotion wrapped up in this team, and I'm going to keep it because emotions, I mean, they tend to be feminine in nature, but the silver and black does something to it and it always will. I'm not going anywhere. They need to blow this thing up, right? the ship, keep Mayock and slash and burn everybody, not named Commodore or Ngakwe or maybe Merrick, but everybody on offense, they can go. Everybody on defense, they can probably go too. And we need a new coaching staff. I mean, we're just there, homies. We're just there. And so castles made of sand, fall in the sea,
5: eventually.
10: Everyone's on the hit list, route.
5: There he is, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, if you need him. So money. He's the freaking best, man. Well, Aaron, uh, call back.
10: Oh, it ain't over. <laughs> so I'm just driving through Aloha Corner. Um... It's time for MMA. Let's just admit it. I mean, we really need to go ahead and confront a, a, a greater truth. Derek Carr is no more than Jay Cutler with faith. And that's the only F he has to give if you watch his sideline, sad, sad portrayal of a leader of teams.
5: He sucks. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. you catch that line, Raider Nation? Derek Carr is Jay Cutler with faith and that's the only F that he gives. Dude, that was money. All right, incredible. Thank you, Aaron Q Dog Raider, of course, as always, for your calls. And uh, we appreciate you so very, very much. And, of course, he's in the, he's in the chat. And get, and get well, too. I know he's having some dental work done today, some, some big-time stuff. And so hope you're feeling better, my friend. All right, let's get through these um, – not get through. Let's get to them, uh, to these voicemails. So last week – we had some of the best of the best that we've had all year. And you guys might have outdone yourselves. These voicemails are phenomenal this week. And so here at the top, we're going to go with our, our buddy Mojo and his son Max, who are both made men uh, here at Raiders Fan Radio. And, uh, man, this is them walking out of the game on Sunday. So this is a phone call made from the parking lot on the way out of Allegiant Stadium.
3: What's up, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy, Jay? Made men and women, Raider Nation, it's your boy Mojo from San Diego. I'm here with Made Man Max. What's up, man? And we were down. Max was down on the field during the whole game against the damn Bungles.
8: Cheering for them every play. Cheering for Max Crosby. Go make a sack. Yeah, he got the sacks, man.
3: You no, know, Max Crosby went hard. Yannick Ngakwe went hard.
8: Every other person on the team sucks.
3: Here's where we're at. They don't deserve the fan base that they have.
8: We go out of our way to go to their games and cheer to, like, the very last quarter for them to do bullcrap.
3: Garbage. Let me tell you something. Rich Basakia, lick my butthole. Hey, Derek Carr, lick my butthole. Hey, how about this? Instead of us calling it the – you know, the Capos hit list? How about we start calling it Who Can Lick Mojo's Butthole? How about that, Max?
2: Who Can Lick Mojo's Butthole as many times as possible? How about
3: this? There's 90 people associated with the team that just got put out on the field. Not 88 of them can lick my whole butthole. Yannick Ngakwe and Max Crosby are the only ones that shouldn't lick my butt hole. Everybody else,
2: <laughs> screw you.
3: Oh They're just garbage. Oh, my Welcome gosh. Welcome to Raider Night. Oh, my
5: gosh. Mojo, you the <laughs> best. Oh, my gosh. Look at my glasses. I'm double fogging up on my glasses over here. My gosh. Mojo and Max, if you need them, man, we love you guys. You're the best. Um, all right. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to put – Paul Edgerson says put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> we'll make a silver and black T-shirt This is 88 of the 90 of you can, can can lick Mojo's butthole. Oh, my gosh, that was funny. You're, you're the best, Mojo. All right, next up, uh, let's hear from our buddy Storm. I believe this is call number two from Storm. So one more after this, my friend, and you can become a made man.
8: As it go in there, Raider Nation, this is Storm uh, calling back for the second time. And i got to say, after that Bengals game – we have to look forward and look to the positives. And really, there's only one positive coming out of this game: the Raiders era, the John Gruden era, probably over. Now, I don't want to jump the gun. We still have, technically are in it. We could win, you know, six straight or something and get to 11 and six or something. I don't know, but it's probably all it's probably all messed up at this point. You know, it's pro- we're probably over. You know. And really, if we were honest with ourselves, you look back, we've had a rough four years, guys. Raider Nation, I mean, I saw so much infighting, especially about Derek Carr. I saw so a lot of infighting about John Gruden and his wacky moves. We moved from Oakland to Las Vegas. We, I mean, we endured the, through the pandemic together and all the stuff that brought. We injured Antonio Brown and losing the last game in Oakland and all of it. Just a lot of stuff that we had to deal with in four years that, honestly, I'd never even seen before, even when we were going through four and 12, five and 11 seasons. It wasn't just the Raiders on the field that let us down. They had a lot of extra off-the-field drama that they kept pulling on, and that is probably over. You know, and we should all be kind of thankful for that. You know, Derek Carr, I don't think he is the problem. I don't know if he's the solution, And that's kind of what it is. All the infighting about Derek Carr, oh, should he be the quarterback? Is this his fault? Is this not his fault? So a lot of wild takes from that. But at this point, year eight, he hasn't taken a playoff snap, and that may not be entirely his fault. He hasn't taken a playoff snap, though, and they're collapsing for the third straight year. I'd be hard-pressed to find a way to justify him getting a 25, even a $30 million extension. And that's on the cheap side of quarterback deals these days. You know, him he's probably gone. And, you know, he was a decent quarterback, but – He's probably gone. And honestly, we can probably move on from all these nonstop car debates, which is a good thing. You know, Mike Mayock, I know it wasn't entirely his fault. John Gruden, it was a John Gruden-led team, but he has his fingerprints on some stuff. Rich Passaccia, I mean, let's be real here. If we finish the season with a losing record or a mediocre record, there's no way he should get the job. Ultimately, we have a great opportunity to clean house. It's not really what we wanted and they had a rough four years, but this is a prime opportunity at the end of the season to come together as a Raider Nation and honestly for Mark Davis to make some big moves to finally fix our team. You know, it's a sad day, but honestly, the greatness of the Raiders lies in the future. And for the first time, I feel, in a few years, I, I really feel that the Raiders have a chance to do right. Not, you know, just hoping that we made the right move, but actively going out and making the right move. Uh, no, that's, that's my three cents on it. You know, go Raiders of the future. All right, right on, Storm man. We appreciate you very much for
5: for uh, calling in, leaving a message number two, man. Good stuff there, and yeah, I agree, man. Like. It's gonna be set up perfectly. Like, look, and I don't know if I'm there yet on that wipe the slate clean thing, like we talked about earlier. But if they're gonna do it after this season, it's certainly set up there to coach quarterback. You know, got the room in the salary cap, have a full draft slate, like all the all nine yards. So I'm, I'm with you on that. All right, next up, let's hear from our buddy, first time caller, and only one other time has this happened. And that's Mojo's son, Max, called the show. And the first time he ever called, he became a made man. Normally, you got to call and leave a message three times. But I'm making an executive decision. This guy is going to become made after I play this call because he's been a part of our show for a long, long time. And, um, and, and, and he's uh, always in the chat room. We interact on the socials. He is Lala Maloso. And he's, he's freaking awesome. He's a great supporter of this show. And he, and he finally, like he said, it's not his comfort zone to call, is the reason why he never did. And so, you know what? I want to honor that and give you Made Man status right here. One call, Made Man style. And uh, so we'll play the music after your call. But congratulations, Lala Meloso. And thank you, thank you so much for not only the continued participation in the chat, but also by calling.
10: All right. Hopefully, third time
6: is a sharp Raiders fan radio. A.K. La Familia. This is Lalo Maloso calling in from the 760 High Desert, California, and I'm calling to make an announcement on my departure. Yeah, I'm doing it. I could have done this on social media, but I think it would be more personal if I called in. Look, I'm not good with words. I've always been a real quiet guy. I'm more of a good listener. I'm good at listening to all your podcasts, and as my son likes to say, I like watching my favorite YouTubers, you guys, of course. Ever since that $55,000 fine on Perryman, something went terribly wrong with this team. I can't quite put my finger on exactly what that is. Is it mental fatigue from all the distractions off the field that have happened to the team this season? I also feel like I've traveled back in time when Al Davis was alive and the rest once again walking around with one hand on the yellow flag, ready to throw that flag for any ticky-tack call that they could come up with. Well, um, in my opinion, the season is over. I hope that the way that the referees have been acting towards to the team
4: the doesn't the affect any... Uh, network.
6: And your Any free agents coming over to our team? All right, I said I called to announce my departure, and here it is. I'm going to my first game out of the Pacific time zone, baby. Let's go. I'm on my way to Dallas. The family and I are here at the Ontario International Airport. And our and my flight leaves in about an hour. We're going to go to Jerry's World and represent Raider Nation, baby. Let's go. Yeah, just
2: win. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal, made man, greater fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break
5: hearts. All right. Appreciate you, Lalo Maloso, and, and a lot of love going on in the chat room there for Lalo. And uh, yeah, man, that was awesome. And keep them coming. We'd love, to, we'd love to hear from you again. And, uh, and again, appreciate you holding it down for Raider Nation uh, there in Dallas. All right. Next up, we're going to go to a. a Speaking of longtime made men, one of the very, very earliest made men around here. Uh, he is now who we call Ron the Materator. He's the guy that holds it down for us in the chat, carrying that band hammer. And if anybody gets loose in our chat room, Ron is the first one on it. And so we appreciate you, as always, Ron. And uh, so we hear from Ron once in a while still. And uh, let's hear from him uh, and his call.
11: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ron. There's an episode of the show Doctor Who where the main character wakes up and he's in prison and he's being chased by a monster. And in this prison, when you get caught by the monster, you die, but you get reborn again, right back into that same prison. And eventually he figures out how to escape. He has just enough time to land one punch on a wall before the monster catches him and he he dies and he's reborn back into the prison. So he does this for thousands of years before he makes it through to the other side, just slowly eroding this wall one punch at a time. Raider fandom isn't too dissimilar from that. Seems like we repeat the same terrible things over and over. My entire life, tight ends have killed us. My entire life, we stop them on third down and some random flag comes in and kills the drive or lets them score. It, it just doesn't stop. So what do we do? When I was a kid... I remember turning on a football game and seeing these crazy fans covered in spikes and face paint and going nuts. And right away, I knew that those were my people. And that's as true today as it was then. It's probably more true now. I know for sure that I have a friend in the Canary Islands. I have one in Shropshire and I know that win or lose Libby and I are going to crack jokes in the chat no matter what goes on. Every single person listening to this right now has found their people. So what do we do if the product on the field is trash we move forward we punch the f-ing wall and we love each other because we'll get through to the other side together as raider nation love everybody
5: i hope you guys have a great thanksgiving bye oh my gosh ron no joke man I gave me chills dude that's what it's all about man It's all about Raider Nation, man. It's all about us banding together and just maintaining that community, man, and that sense of of family. We say La Familia, and that ain't no joke, man. That was amazing, Ron. appreciate you very much. Um, all right. Before we get to the next one, Foxy Scorpio made a mention in there. Uh, elderly dad in poor health and desperate want him to see the Raiders win one last Super Bowl. Man, uh, much thoughts and and and, and prayers and, and very much considered uh, uh, for you and your family and, and during that that time. It's it's a uh, tough and a lot of us uh, have have gone through that and uh, so we're, we're we're thinking about you, my friend. And, and and I'm very very sorry to hear that news. Um, all right. Next up. Okay. This is this is a good one. So this is, again, we got all these old school guys calling. I love it. You know, I, I reached out to a lot of the, the old school made men, and I'm like, hey, man, we need you, man. We need you this week. Uh, it's time to hear from, from you guys. You know, everyone's always active with the show, but, you know, they, there's room for everyone. So a lot of the, the old school guys, uh, you know, don't call as much as they used to. But anyways, so all that said, they man they all came and they all we, no one's circling the wagons like the freaking Las Vegas Raider fans right now so we appreciate all these calls and uh, so this is amazing this is our good friend uh, Chuck Splatterhead McCann he is the president of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole and uh, this is incredible this is his newer version of what we would know as the autumn wind this is the mid autumn wind <laughs>
1: The wind was a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he swept along, swaggering, boisterously. His face was weather beaten. his fans in Halloween masks. With a silver hat about his head, he appeared to be up to the task. now see his ship in the distance. Her sails have been lowered down. We zoom in our sights and exclaim in fright, hey, these are not pirates, they're clowns. (laughs) Hey! The mid-autumn wind is a circus. A shit show is all that blows in from far. They hop and they beep as they swerve down our street. 53 of them, all in one car.
2: <laughs>
5: <Hey>. <laughs> There's Chuck if you need him. Oh my gosh, 53 of them in one car. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up, man. That was amazing, dude. Oh my gosh! They're the pirates—they're clowns. Oh my gosh! All right, <laughs> so here we go. This is the Murderer's Row of collars, man. I'm telling you, these are these are fantastic. Next up, let's go out to the Canary Islands and check in with our buddy, the Italian-born, but most importantly, Raider-born Rico.
9: Hey guys, Vidi Morico here. So. We said it this year is playoff or bust. And to be fair, it's more looking like a bust at this point. But you know me, I'm a believer. Uh, I will never give up. Till it's not over, I will still support. Still have hope. Still think we, we can do something right. You can always do something right. Now, I don't know what happened with our leader. Because we say he's our leader. Um, I don't know what happened with the most important person on a roster, which is the quarterback. So I don't know what happened with uh, Derek Carr if he is lost in a circle of gambling and alcohol, if he fall in love with a stripper, if they simply say to him, "Listen, we're not gonna renew the contract." I don't know if there's drama with the head coach. I don't know if there's drama with the defensive coordinator, with the offensive coordinator. Is there some drama in the locker room? The point is I don't care because we can't rely on weaknesses. Listen, since I fall in love with this sport, the most historic teams of the NFL, like the Raiders, the Raiders are one of the founding fathers of football have always maintained a certain footprint, a certain style of game, and that will allow them to carry on with their greatness. The Packers are always the same kind of running backs, same kind of quarterbacks. So the Cowboys, so the Steelers, without going too far, even... 25 years ago, when they rebuilt the Patriots, the Patriots found a new style. They found a new identity, and they carry on with it. We got to bring back our identity, and our identity is to be badasses.
5: Let's go! We
9: used to be badasses. That's why I'm a Raider, because we badasses. Now, let's start to make some crosses on a roster. On the coaching staff, who show weakness, leave the team. Get first bench and then leave the team. No more kisses and hugs. I told you. And there's no friendships. In this game, there's no friends. The only friends you have is that guy with a football helmet and eye patch and two crossing sword behind who stay into a shield. And we die hard for him. So let's eliminate the weakness, let's erase the fragile, and let's bring back our style, which is toughness and commitment. Now, who's up to the challenge? With all that say, cheers to all of you, I love you all, and I'm out.
5: Oh my gosh, Rico, you're the freaking best, dude. That's awesome. Erase the fragile. And bring back our style. I love that. I could be on a t shirt too, man. That was amazing, Rico. I appreciate you, my friend, and I always love to hear from you. And that's a great call, man. Uh, wow, great stuff tonight, folks! Uh, thank you so much for uh, for all you're doing in, in the in the chat room tonight. Uh, Fargo Raider, Pirate 1975, Darth Vader Raider, Jack Kenna, B Al, Aaron Q Dog Raider, of course. Uh, Chuck is in there. Uh, Mojo is in there. Tall Ken Shit. Um, uh, Paul is in there. Uh, Guareb kill Jadas. Uh, so many of our good friends. We appreciate you and supporting this show. All right, we got a couple more to get to. Uh, next up, we're going to go down to Houston and we're going to hear from our good friend Houston Raider Steve.
7: Murph, must Swag Jeff, Nathan, Houston, the Steve. Boy, that Cincinnati loss was terrible, man. The only thing worse than that is that Skyline Chili. The only good thing about Cincinnati is uh, WKRP with Ronnie uh, Anderson and Jan Smithers, which was uh, Bailey. Remember the flying turkeys that Les Nessman had? Anyway, <laughs> on to Dallas. Yes, Jerry, I can't believe you actually said you were there during the glory hole days. Well, I don't want to know what, Derek, you been around. I don't want to think about that visual. Yeah, that drive to Dallas is really horrible, man. It's long, flat, nothing to see. It's just horrible, man. It's too cold in the winter, too hot in the summer, tornadoes, and you got to put up with all those annoying Cowboy fans. When they win, you can't get rid of them. When they lose, you can't find them. Yeah, the Cowboys suck. I never watch their games. And they say they're America's team. They're not my team. They're not your team. So how are they America's team? Also, I can say it's go Raiders. I hope we're not the Turkey on on Thursday. Goodbye.
5: All right, there he is, Houston Raider Steve. Appreciate you. So Houston Raider Steve, we call him the historian because he always busts out some cool thing from, from the past. And if you don't know what WKRP is, if you're young enough to not be familiar with that show, it's a fantastic – just Google WKRP – turkeys and it's one of the funniest scenes funniest episodes of any sitcom ever uh, and my favorite line of that is les Nessman out there reporting the news and he goes they're hitting the pavement like what sacks of cement it's absolutely hilarious because turkeys don't fly god is my witness i thought they could um all right so we got uh, two more calls uh, two from the same person we got another back-to-back here this is the guy that literally invented the Sizzler. So what we do is we award um, a Sizzler Award to the best email or phone caller uh, at at the, at the end of every show. And Uncle Mosh normally does that. In his absence, it's Swaggo and in both their absence, it's me. Actually, but I like to defer to the chat room. So uh, I've been paying attention as the calls have been going on. But tell me who you think is the best email or phone caller of the night, uh, especially while I'm playing Big Raider Truckers because it is the BRT Sizzler Award. It is named after Big Raider Trucker because he won so many of these things. We had to finally stop awarding them to him. We were like, okay, you can't win this anymore. We'll just name the award after you and then that way we won't have to give it to you every time you call. And if you wonder, if you're not familiar and you wonder why we named, uh, that that award in his honor, here you go. Here's exhibit A. Well, <clears throat> here we are.
4: Uh, I know, Murph, I know you're expecting uh, a pretty crazy phone call from me, you know. F- dad. But you know, I'm all f- out, Murph, but got a couple f- in me, so here we go. You know what? This is absolutely f- dog shit. I have been the Sad Sack Award winner since f- Derek Carr has been on this f- team. I mean, that's a lot. We all rooted for the kid. You know what? We all wanted him to do good. But unfortunately, it hasn't panned out. You know, it's time to cut our losses. Um, if you are the group of people who think that Derek Carr is not one of the major issues, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. There's only two things that have been consistent in, on this team for the past couple of years. That's Mark Davis and that's Derek Carr. And last time I checked, Clark Davis doesn't play quarterback. So, who gets the blame? It's going to be Clark. You know what? I know everyone's on the Mariota train, and I know he's not the answer, but you know what? He's going to go out there, and he's going to ball his ass off. And you know what? He probably is going to get hurt, but he's going to give you 110%. And let's all admit, Clark plays like a bitch. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's his mental. I don't know if he just, the leg still bothers him as far as, like, getting hurt again. But you know what? Enough is enough. If you look up Mariota, because I know I'm getting the excuses from people, well, car doesn't have weapons, and oh, my God, look at everything cars had to go through. You know what? Uh, Murph, go ahead and back me up on this. Uh, Mariota had three to four different offensive coordinators, uh, five different head coaches in his time with Tennessee, and I believe he was three out of five. Still getting to the playoffs, and we know those teams are horrible. Not to mention, look at what he did with Delaney Walker. Mariotta loves his tight end. Imagine what he could do with Waller. Like I said, we've all seen it, and they still won't do it. So, you know what? It is what it is. You know what, guys? Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Don't let the Raiders get f- up. Because um, you're just going to get a stomachache. Uh, I- I'm with Murph. I-, I no longer have expectations. But I probably will again next year. Um, hopefully we'll see what happens. But as far as right now, it's just a shit show, you know. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of, of uh. f***ing, it's all Bruden's fault. We lost uh, it's Henry reruns that, that were uh. f***ing bad. No, we're just a bad f***ing team. And the crazy part is we actually have a defense this year that makes no sense. Because the number one thing that car fans are talking about, oh, well, he doesn't have a defense in the I'm not going to get into that, but I just, it's just funny to me that now we have different excuses. And you know what? I'm just done with them. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You know what? And Ah, get the out of the way! Jesus Christ. Anyway, I got to go before I end up running somebody off the road. All right, y'all. Miss you guys. Everybody, take care. Big Raider trucker out.
5: <laughs> there he is, Emiliano, Big Raider trucker, taking fools out of his lane on the way <laughs> while he's delivering the freaking call. The Raiders fan radio. We appreciate you, man. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, man. So, so I guess I love his calls, man. They're always great, and so appreciate. Well, and not only do I appreciate when he calls, but when he calls twice. So just like Capo, there's an epilogue to Big Raider Trucker.
4: Another thing I forgot to mention real quick is the reason why I still think that the Raiders hold one of the biggest, like, eggs on the face type of thing is, like, I'm going to give you an example with Arizona. Arizona had Josh Rosen for one year and realized he wasn't the answer. So what did they do? They shipped him off and went balls deep on Pilot Murray. I mean, that took <laughs> balls, and they did it, and it panned out. Where's that type of leadership for our, for our team? If you want to talk about leadership, Derek Carr, why the <laughs> f- are you playing like a bitch, and you go on the <laughs> fucking bench, oh, and you one. like a scared <laughs> fucking pussy? Grab your <laughs> fucking nutsack. Grab the clipboard. Talk to your receivers. Hype your guys up, because right now you look like a lost <laughs> fucking little kid at Disneyland. Oh, the f- <laughs> I don't like Disneyland. <laughs> Why I can't stand this f- guy?
5: <laughs> he
0: says I don't even
5: like Disneyland. Oh my gosh, Big Raider Trucker, you're the best. Uh, uh love it in the chat. Steven Stockford just stop with the damn horn sound. Shaking my head. That's the freaking fun of it, Steven. Uh, man, I love it, man. Great, uh, great to have Big Raider Trucker call. Appreciate Seattle. Nick is in there. Jay is in there. Zach is in there. I all all eyes on G. Uh, GC is in there. Uh, appreciate he says holding it down solo tonight and doing great. Thank you very very much. Appreciate the kind words and appreciate you hanging in. I know it's not what we normally do around here, but. You know, we, we wanted to still bring some content this week. Uh, Glocks R Us is in there. Uh, Storm is in there, of course. Uh, Mark Thompson is in there. Appreciate Grinch Raider. All of you so very, very much for, uh, for, for being here for the show. All right, so I mentioned we award the Sizzler to the best of the night. And so here we go. So we've got... Uh, on, on the on the emails, we had Stacy rough raider we had Daniel, we had Paul, who's uh, sometimes ineligible to win a Sizzler. Uh, and then on the calls, we had Mojo and Made Man Max, which was fantastic. We had Storm, we had Lalo Moloso, congratulations on becoming a Made Man. We had Ron, we had Chuck Splatterhead McCann, we had Rico in the Canary Islands. Houston Raider Steve and of course close it out there with Big R, uh, Big Raider Trucker. So let's go ahead and award this week's winner of the BRT sizzler award.
4: I am the sizzler. 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 Sizzler, sizzler. Sizzler.
7: Sizzler. sizzler.
5: sizzler. All right, here we go. Here's the drum roll. Congratulations for the Mid Autumn Wind. Those aren't pirates, they're clowns. Congratulations Chuck McCann. That was money, dude.
4: I am the Sizzler. Sizzler.
8: Sizzler. 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 Sizzler.
7: Sizzler. Sizzler. We are Metallica and we are here for
2: your Oakland Raiders!
3: You know why we are here,
2: and we ain't playing around today.
5: From The Walking Dead... To errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a robes gallery. Ah ha ha
1: ha ha
5: ha 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 Oh, he ha. Let's all hope corn boy is right. Okay. Uh, so appreciate all of you so much for joining us or uh, joining me. And well, yeah, it's us because we in this together. Uh, appreciate everybody joining us tonight uh, for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate Darth Vader Raider. Uh, Mojo is in there. Michelle Sweat, our good friend, of course. Um, and all the amazing folks, Ron, for holding it down. I feel like I missed somebody that was in there earlier, but oh, oh I was going to tell you. Uh, so yeah, I, even though I picked the Sizzler, I was vibing off of what the chat room was saying there. So I appreciate all the input on there, and uh, and Chuck looked like to be the favorite from at least the part of the chat that I could catch. So, uh, so appreciate him, and, and appreciate all of you that are in there tonight. Um, support the show in multitude of ways: hit the thumbs up, hit the like button, smash the bell as the kids say, uh, subscribe to us there on the YouTube, and you could join us uh, live every week at normally Wednesdays at four. 4- uh, Pacific and at 7 Eastern uh, you can subscribe to the podcast you can find us anywhere you want just google Raiders Fan Radio we're all over the place and thank you for all the amazing amazing support uh, that you give us each and every week and I would just say this ma'am, first off Have a happy Thanksgiving. Much love to all of you, Raider Nation, and I hope you have an amazing time with friends and family. Uh, We're playing a little quiet around here in the the Fan Cave in Casa Del Murph this week, Um, but so whatever your get-together looks like, uh, have fun, be safe, love on one another, and uh, remember, that's what it's all about. You're gonna be amongst all your friends and family. You're gonna be amongst Raider Nation. So just celebrate that, man. And then guess what? The outcome of the game doesn't matter. Sure, you'll be bummed that they lose, but you'll be thankful because you'll be around all the people you love most and you'll be watching your favorite football team. And so again, you can't lose when you're doing that. So have a happy Thanksgiving. Keep that hope alive. It's not over yet. It feels awful. It feels like we're on the brink of despair. As Stacy said, back off from that ledge. Some of us have already jumped. Maybe even me. I don't know. No, I haven't jumped yet. I'm not there yet close. We'll see what happens against the Cowboys. If we turn in a as BRT called it a shit show on Thursday then, then I might be there. But I'll still enjoy the game still enjoy doing this show each and every week and uh, just love you guys, appreciate you and uh, also uh, if you're going to be in Vegas for the next game against the Washington football team, how are you, guy man. Find me on socials or book me up, send me a message, whatever. Uh, look forward to meeting anybody out at the tailgates or uh, maybe just out at, out at the bar or whatever, wherever, wherever it may be. Uh, always love sharing space and time with Raider Nation. So if we are going to be in Vegas, uh, hit me up, man, and let's link up. Uh, thank you so much, everybody that's in there tonight. Um, man, Aaron Q Dog Raider. Uh, Chuck is in there. Uh, Chronicles of the Black Hole. What's up, Daniel? Haven't seen him yet tonight. Uh, appreciate you so very, very much. Miss my co-hosts, but they'll be back next week. That is, of course, the legendary Uncle Mosh and the one and the only swag jeff
0: love you guys and uh, have a good night peace